Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, Trey. Hi, Rick. Hi, Trey. You're having a wonderful Monday. I started saying, boy, Rick, Rick, the pressure was on. You had to say hello, yeah. too? Well, uh, you, Trey, well, I'm always on, and he's always on. We don't always greet. It's okay. <laughs> well, I only get to visit with him once a week, so I say hello. That's good for you. I have hello, purpose. everybody. That's right. <laughs> welcome to Andy Griffith Hell, Show. Oh, yeah, there we go. You're right here with Andy Griffith Show and Goober and somebody else. So. <laughs> Uh, Trey, going into, uh, I think it was on Friday's show, we mentioned maybe Thursday and Friday, we mentioned what an impressive list of uh, prospects coming into Fayetteville. I didn't realize there was a camp that was ongoing Mm -hmm. this past weekend, and I am so happy for this young man, outstanding young man. He picked up the sixth in-state offer for 2025. And that is the Boxite. He's really an all-around athlete. He plays a little bit of everything uh, for Boxite. Marcus Wembley has been added now to the offer list for the in-state crop of the class for 2025. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see if he grows more. I mean, he's already a big guy for, uh, I mean, what is 2025 sophomore? So, um, yeah, he's... uh, you know, wondering like what is is he going to be a linebacker one day because he's a pretty good sized dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's a uh, um, what is it six? I think six offer inside mm-hmm. the state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So looks like probably another good crop that year. Quality that's- quality athlete. He ran a four five two in the forty yard dash. Got a thirty eight inch vertical, ten uh, feet two inches in the broad jump. Uh, that was all during the uh, camp. He had a very impressive sophomore year, over 1,500 yards of total offense, played quarterback, wide receiver. Then on the defensive side of the ball, he had three interceptions and a couple of touchdown returns. So a quality all-around athlete in Marcus Wembley. Trey, these uh, new defensive uh, guys that that Sam Pittman brought in who are excellent recruiters, have you spent much time around them? And if so, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah, well, just watching them in practice. I mean, uh, we've had we've had interviews with each of them. Just one, I believe. I believe we had like introductory interviews with each of them. I don't think we've had more than that. But just watching them in practice. Um, you know, I've said before on um, on uh, Marcus Woodson just how impressed I am with him. Just you know how he just kind of takes command, the way he talks to the players, the way he just kind of. I don't know. Seems to relate to him. You know, he looks older than he is. He's—I I guess he's younger than I am, but he looks—he <laughs> looks a little bit older. Um, he kind of has that look about him. Uh, but he just—I don't know. He just seems to jive real well with them. Uh, I think they have all been excellent recruiters. And I, I mentioned this again. I, I point out Marcus just because he—he just jumps out to me because he's—you know—he's a guy with a lot of experience compared to you know Travis Williams, uh, who's you know viewed as you know kind of one of the up and comers in college football. Um, you know, Darren Wilson is also younger and Woodson's been around the block a little bit. 
I mentioned, you know, what happened at Florida State when he got there. They were one of the worst pass defenses in the country. And fast forward to last year, I believe they were fourth, sixth or fourth, something like that nationally. Um, gave up like 168 yards a game, which is really, really impressive, especially when you consider what Arkansas went through last year where they were 131 nationally out of 131 teams in passing yards surrendered. Um, you know, so I don't know if it'll – you know, this day and age, you can move things around a lot quicker. So maybe it'll maybe it'll help. Uh, I don't. I'm not expecting Arkansas to be top ten nationally in pass defense or anything. But man, if they're if they get them to the middle of the pack, you know, that would be a vast improvement. Uh, Wilson also a really solid recruiter. I mean, you can just tell from some of the guys that they brought in here uh, on visits. They brought in some really impressive uh, recruits. A lot of the guys that you see on the commitment list right now are guys that are in, you know, the recruiting territories of those three new defensive coaches. Um, but Wilson, I, I think, you know, he's a, a good bit younger, comes from a football family uh, with his uncle, obviously. Um, Frank Wilson, who's down at LSU now, used to be at UTSA, used to be at McNeese State. And that's where Wilson was defensive coordinator. So he's got, you know, some experience as a, as a play caller on defense. And, you know, I mean, obviously – Louisiana is a pretty important recruiting territory. He also spent time in uh, in Florida, you know, and in Texas with UTSA. So uh, he's in some areas that Arkansas really likes to recruit. And then Travis Williams, I, I just think, um, you know, not nothing against Barry Odom, uh, but I just feel like, you know, there's a certain way that he relates with the players. Um, you know, he's a younger guy too. You, you can see some of the videos, how he interacted with players, how he was with players at Auburn, at UCF. Um, the energy level is is up a notch. And Arkansas just needed – they needed some change, you know. And, you know, again, Michael Scherer is a good coach too. But I, I, they just needed some change on defense, new blood. Things just weren't going well last year. And I think that they really did some good things bringing these guys in, especially – as recruiters. Now we'll see how they do on the field, but as far as recruiting goes, yeah, that's, that's been nice. Um, and I think they've done a really good job. And then with the other guy that they didn't replace Deke Adams, they didn't need to replace because he's done a good job on the defensive line and they have had so much turnover there. We talked about five defensive line coaches in five years. I mean, none of these guys until now, Deke Adams will be the first defensive line coach that any of these guys who've been here have had since they enrolled, and that includes, you know, Torian Carter, who's a redshirt senior, you know. So um, this will be the first time that he's had the same position coach. So I, I think that they um, – we'll see how they do on the field. You know, Marcus Woodson is really the only guy you can look at and say, this guy's proven, uh, you know, proven to have success. Um, you know, Darren Wilson, you know, is a bit younger. Uh, and Travis Williams is a bit younger too, but um, you know he's got a couple years under his belt as a defensive coordinator at UCF. Trey, one aspect that I think we overlooked uh, when it comes to the staff, we talk about players having to have chemistry, coaches have to have chemistry. Mm-hmm. Were you able to observe what appeared to be the chemistry that's ongoing with? I mean, it begins with the strength and conditioning coach. He's the guy that spends probably the most with the players on a consistent basis. But did you get a chance to kind of see what the chemistry looked like? Because this is a, a basically, a, again, a remade staff. Yeah, well, the defensive side of the ball, you can 
tell it a little bit easier just because, you know, they just kind of all, you know, intertwine. Work. You just see them working all together. With the offensive coaches, it's a little more difficult because, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know why it's more difficult. You just don't see them, you know, I don't know, all out on the field together. For some, I guess it's just the way offenses are structured. Uh, so it's hard to say on offense. Obviously, you know, Dan Enos is is there and and Morgan Turner. Uh, but those are the only new coaches. Everybody else is back. Um, but defense, it, it just, I mean, obviously, you know, I think these guys know each other. Um, you know, I know Marcus Woodson and, and Travis Williams definitely know each other. Uh, so that obviously helps that they have a history. But um, I, I don't know. It's harder to tell on offense. Just just asking for an opinion. Uh, let's check in with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. You know, Trey, uh, Steve Spurrier said speed kills. And uh, somebody called it earlier on the on uh, Wes's show and said that uh, there was a kid, I guess, in Florida that's either equally fast or faster than Tariq Hill. And he said that you said that. So is this kid, is he faster in Satania? And how do we get this kid on punt return? Did I said what now? That has to be the new receiver. That, yeah, it's that, out of Florida, the, I believe. The last one that was added, Trey, the, the last receiver who took the, oh, yeah. what, the 85th scholarship. Right. 10-4-6, I think, in the 100 meters. He won 4A state championships in Florida and in, uh, in the 100 and 200. Is it Florida North Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah, it's yeah. East Coast guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, faster than Satania. I don't know. Satania's pretty fast. Satania might be the fastest guy on the team right now, um, but we'll see. I mean, there's, you know, sometimes there's been guys I know that have really fast track times um, that don't move as fast on the football field for some reason. There's, you know, the, the old term football fast. Uh, right. So, no, I'm saying, yeah. have you seen anything as far as on field with pads and everything? Is this kid fast? You know. Oh yeah, I mean he's fast. Yeah. I mean I haven't seen him in person or anything, obviously, but you know just on video you can tell he's fast. Sure. Okay. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Savage. All right, Trey. I think the bar in the month of June just keeps moving higher and higher, and that is official visitors coming in this weekend. I realize there are several that are committed to Arkansas, just as there was the previous weekend and maybe even the weekend before that. But uh, this list just continues to grow, and I realize they're not getting I, – I, I don't think there will be a five-star that will visit uh, – any time in the process, but it is loaded with four stars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, this past weekend you had uh, nine official visitors come in, Stelman Bridges, Tyron Singleton, Tylen Singleton, uh, Bradley Shaw, a really impressive linebacker. Bridges is a cornerback. Singleton's a linebacker. Shaw's a linebacker. Braylon Russell was in town. Obviously, we know he changed things around and made that visit. Um and Julius Pope, who's already committed to Arkansas, another linebacker. So you had three four-star linebackers in town. So mm-hmm. if you want to ask how Travis Williams is doing, I mean, that's maybe a good indication. <laughs> yeah. We don't know about on the field, but we know recruiting, uh, he's certainly doing a really good job. 
Braylon Russell, obviously a four-star back, once committed to Arkansas. Is he going to end up at Arkansas? A lot of people think Tennessee, still got a Tennessee visit. Um, so that's a situation to watch. Selman Bridges, uh, big-time cornerback out of Temple, Texas, 6'3", 170 pounds, number 56-ranked player in the entire country. Really impressive visit with list last weekend. And then, I mean, you look ahead to this weekend, I mean, it's equally or not more. <laughs> I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. more when you just consider right. the volume of 17 players coming in for an official visit. It's been a while since I think they've had this many players, and you've got – I'm looking at the list right now. One, these are four stars. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight four stars. So almost half of them are four stars. You get a couple of – a few Arkansas uh, visitors in, Charleston Collins out of Little Rock Mills, uh, Kavion Henderson out of Leeds, Alabama, Norrell White, um, out of uh, Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and then K.J. Jackson uh, out of uh, Montgomery, Alabama, the quarterback. That is, you know, all the Arkansas kids that are coming in are also four-star recruits, too. So, And, you know, that's – you know, I don't want to just overlook the other guys because you've got some guys that are like top 500 players coming in, D'Angelo Barber out of Alabama, Jaden Ball, uh, who's committed to Arkansas. Those are both top 500 players uh, that are scheduled to come in. so I'm fortunate you also, um, you know, Deion Stutz was supposed to come in this weekend also. Uh, so I guess, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, That's I, don't know if he's, I don't know if, I don't know what you do like with that. If you do it kind of a memorial deal, uh, I don't know, but really unfortunate uh, deal losing uh, Deion Stutz so young. Uh, he is not rated. What's it going to take? Try to get Wyatt. Simmons rated. I would think he would be another four star, but he's not rated at this time. I don't think. No, he's rated. Oh, is he? He's okay. Rated. Yeah, I think he. I think a four star is in the cards for him. Uh, you know, they will. Our guys like to see people in person before they rank them a four star. Gotcha. You're not. You're not really going to see. Like the only guy that I can remember, Randy, that was a four star recruit who they never saw in person. You know, it was just people in Arkansas, really, was Traylon Burks. Yeah. And that was based solely on, look, like just people saying, look, this guy's a four-star recruit. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, and Traylon was ranked number 103 ranked player in the country, which is just, you just don't see that happen. But Traylon never went to any camps. He never visited anywhere. I mean, it was like, I mean, he visited, you know, recruit colleges and stuff, but he never, he never went to any combines or camps or anything like that. Never had like any official you know, measurements done or any of that. So the fact that he was, you know, a four-star was just says a lot about him, just based that they were willing to do that on film. Um, I think Wyatt Simmons, once he is, you know, seen in person, get some official, um, you know, speed times and stuff like that, then I think that there's a real chance. I mean, you see his offer list. It's obviously very impressive. Schools that went down to see him in person. Um, and, and obviously offered, but right now he's a he's a high end three star, um, an eighty seven grade overall, and top ten in Arkansas. I think that'll change when when he is seen in person. I mentioned this a few moments ago. It, it is as impressive of a visit list. I think you mentioned a moment ago eight eight four stars. Wyatt Simmons, you might could throw in there as number nine, but uh, he's not at this point. But, uh, boy. So, 
Back to uh, Braylon Russell. I I, I kind of got a, a little bit of a of, of a, uh, amusement out of reading Danny's story because Danny is usually extremely decisive. I mean, he doesn't normally beat around the bush, so to speak. But he said, right now it's too tough to call on uh, on Braylon Russell. Uh, Russell visits Tennessee this upcoming weekend. He said, I think we'll know more in a week's time. But uh, now, if I remember correctly, is it not July 14th when he is making his announcement? I believe so. Yeah. And I don't like that Danny says it's too close to call. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Danny usually pretty tied in. That's what I mean. Generally a pretty good guest. So that, that kind of makes me think maybe he's going to end up at Tennessee. We'll see. He's got a visit to take there. And uh, we'll see how it all goes. But that's why recruiting is, is stressful and entertaining at the same time. Because, you know, these are, you know, I mean, these guys are people who can change the direction of your program. So, uh, Braylon Russell's big time running back, and uh, we'll just have to follow it and wait till the 14th, I guess. Well, Danny also had last week. I'll be interested if if he'll revise it on who might you would expect would commit next. Would you Would you care to take a guess, Trey yourself, who might commit next to Arkansas? Hmm. I, your guess is as good as mine, Randy. I know. So, I know. <laughs> there are so many guys in here. Maybe maybe one of the guys that just visited. Because I was just thinking, if if what you're saying is true, and I'm not doubting what you're saying, or what Danny is saying, that Arkansas will take two running backs, mm-hmm. and the young man out of Texas sounds extremely uh, interested in Arkansas among his top picks now i haven't read all the comments coming out of the weekend last weekend it sounded like every one of those young men were ready to commit to the university of arkansas i haven't read Mm -hmm. all the comments coming out of the ones that visited this past weekend was the consensus as strong well we've talked about braylon russell so we we know what his thoughts are but did it seem like to you that the feedback was as positive uh towards arkansas as it was the week before yeah, I, th- I thought so. I okay. thought they, from all accounts, it seemed like they did a really good job hosting visitors. You know, I, to answer your previous question, Jaquan, Jaquan McCroy, uh, McCroy, the offensive lineman uh, out of uh, Pinson, Alabama, 6'8", 365. Yeah. Yeah, four-star, 24-7 sports, has in the number 60-ranked prospect in the country. He might be a good guest because he does have an, a, an announcement date on June 30th. But there's usually a lot of commitments in the month of, of June. And, you know, that's, what is that, 11 days out, the 19th? So there could be somebody that commits before that. But the safe bet might be uh, McCroy. I'm not saying he's going coming to Arkansas for sure, but I think it's Arkansas or Oregon for him. We'll see how his Oregon visit goes this weekend. Is there any one player that you can see that could be the domino that could get the process, the commitment process going for Arkansas? You think there's any one player? Well, that guy. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> a mean, good one. I mean, the dominoes, I mean, it's kind of already started, really, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they, what are they up to, 11 commitments right now? Um, I mean, they've got a 
a decent number of commitments already. So I'm trying to remember who the last guy was that committed. I think it was uh, Akari Johnson. I believe, or no, C.J. Brown. C.J. Brown, C. J. Brown the receiver. Committed. Yeah. Yeah, Johnson committed on the 14th and Brown committed on the 15th. So uh, maybe Johnson got it going. Maybe he was the, the domino. Not a super highly rated guy, but, um, you know, a good prospect. He's in the 87 range, which usually is a good indicator of a potentially good prospect. So, I mean, Arkansas has got a pretty solid class overall right now, these first 21. Um, so maybe I would say him. All right, Trey. Maybe he's, maybe he's the domino. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of okay. Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.